welcome to Intuitive Transformations with your host, Sylvia Henderson, and discover tools, wisdom, and inspiration that will empower you to transform your life. Sylvia is an intuitive life coach and energy healer with a growing practice that is focused on empowering others to be more of who they want to be. For the next hour, join Sylvia and explore and unravel anything in the way of you creating the life that you would love to live on the Ohm Times Radio Network. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Intuitive Transformations Radio Show, where you will find tools you can use to change and transform your life on the Ohm Times Radio Network, the voice of consciousness at ohmtimes.com. This is Sylvia Henderson, your host, and I'd like to tell you a little bit more about myself today than I usually do, because today I'm flying solo. So I know that you already know I'm an intuitive life coach and an energy healer, but I'm also a catalyst for change, and I really do transform others' lives um, by helping them move through their limiting belief systems and subconscious obstacles. I have a background in hypnotherapy and theta healing, and I'm trained in over 20 different other energy healing modalities. I have over 18 years of experience in the mind-body-spirit connection field, and my unique intuitive coaching approach allows me to very quickly identify your root stressors, allowing you to release those subconscious obstacles and mindsets that hold you back from experiencing self-love, emotional well-being, authentic relationships, and stable prosperity. I'm also an expert in stress reduction, and I'm the mother of three children, which includes two sons who are profoundly autistic. Now, I work with clients internationally and in the U.S., either by phone or video conferencing, helping them to create positive outcomes in their lives. If you would like to learn more about me and the work that I do, then you can visit my website at intuitivetransformations.net. That's intuitivetransformations.net. And please be sure to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive a special gift from me to you. And uh, there's two things that I would like to share with you before I start the show. And the first is a very short public service announcement to make. And I've, I've mentioned this over the last uh, two weeks or three weeks even. And that is that if you are registered to vote in the United States, please make it a point to call your U.S. senators and congressional representatives, regardless of whether you voted for them or not. Just because you're in their district, call them and ask them to stop the senseless, inhumane and criminal treatment of immigrant parents and their children who are being separated and detained due to Trump's zero tolerance executive order. You have a voice and it's potent, but only if you use it. So please take the time to let your voice be heard because you matter and so does your voice. And if you're not sure who your U.S. senators and congressional representatives are, then go to www. 
whoismyrepresentative.com. That's whoismyrepresentative.com. All you have to do is type in your zip code to find your elected official's name and their contact information. So I implore you and encourage you and ask you very kindly, please do that today. You have no idea what your one voice may do to affect change in the world. Now, it is evident that we're living in unprecedented times, which are becoming increasingly more stressful, chaotic, and uncertain. This is a time when we are being asked to be our very best in spite of the worst case scenarios that surround us. And that can be challenging. So more importantly, stay awake. Please don't allow, allow yourself to give up or become complacent about what you feel led to change in the world. And please take inspired action whenever it calls you. Activate that action and step into it. You know, the Course in Miracles teaches that we will not fully return to love without our brother and sister. This is because we really are all one, one human race. Regardless of our external appearances or our different choices, what we do to another, we also do to ourselves, as many of the mystics of age, of age old have said. The Course in Miracles also teaches that forgiveness is our only job and that everything in our outer reality is a reflection of our inward conditioning. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that later in the show. Therefore, it is now more critical than ever that we remain intent on healing the trauma and drama of our past, exercise forgiveness, release the conditioned mindsets and misperceptions that cause us harm, and seek solutions. How do we do that? Well, with our inner connection with spirit and guidance, which is present within us and available to help us to dissolve our perceived conflicts versus creating more. You see, our most difficult challenges revolve around our fears. So it is extremely important to remain focused upon what we wish to see in each other and experience in our world instead of our fears. So the next thing I'd like to share with you is that this is my last live radio show. It was almost four years ago that an intuitive life coach I was working with suggested that I get on the radio, which was something I never imagined doing in a thousand years. It was a really bold step forward for me to take and totally out of my comfort zone. And it was also a decision that I have never, ever regretted. After having a short run on a local Seattle radio station, I moved my show to the Own Times Radio Network on January 11th, 2015, which was also the day that Own Times was born. Own Times Radio, I'm sorry. That was the first day that Own Times Radio actually launched. In fact, the Intuitive Transformations radio show was um, one of the first shows to launch on the Own Times Radio Network. 
My dreams and desires for this show have not changed over the last three and a half years, which has been to be a voice of inspiration and encouragement that others would find helpful and supportive in their lives. I've been very fortunate to have been able to offer you a wide array of really amazing guests, some of which have included the names of, you know, like Malika Chopra, Dr. Amit Goswami, Lee Harris, Paul Selleck, and New York Times number one best-selling authors, Pam Grout, and even Carolyn Mays, as well as many other wonderful best-selling authors, amazing, well-known spiritual luminaries, and thought-provoking, cutting-edge teachers, and even a Grammy Award-winning musician and composer. Every guest I've had on the show has shared their wisdom, their insights and encouragement in such a way that I believe they've allowed me to successfully fulfill my dream and achieve my goal thus far. I treasure the authentic connections I've made with all of my guests and I'm very grateful for the relationships I've been able to build with their publicists and publishers. It has truly been a joy and an honor to be a member of the Ohm Times media family for over three and a half years. And then there's you, my beloved listeners. I adore and love you. Even though we haven't formally met, my energetic connection with you is real. So trust me when I say that even though my heart is torn in two, my heart will always be open to you and I will always send love your way because you are amazing. Leaving my show and leaving you has not been an easy decision to make, but as you know, our lives are lived in a zigzag pattern of constant change and my life is not at all exempt. So I'm hanging up my microphone as a radio show host after today. However, I, <clears throat> I, as I was doing this and preparing my notes, I really found it interesting that my show began on January 11th in 2015 and that it's ending today on July 11th, 2018. And I'm one of those folks that tend to see 11s um, throughout my day, whenever something or without my, throughout my week, I should say, whenever something is about to change or, or activate in my life. It's also very interesting that this year, 2018 in numerology is an 11 year. So all of that to me is very interesting. <laughs> if you're wondering what I'm going to be up to, um, I will share with you that one of the things I'm looking forward to doing is writing again. Writing is something that has just now resurfaced in my life after almost nine years of pushing it to the side because of family and children and other obligations and just, you know, not having the time to do it. So after having the pleasure of reading a book a week <laughs> in order to interview the amazing authors I've hosted on the show, I really do feel inspired to finally write my own book about what I've learned. And I'd also like to build an online community and connect with like-minded individuals. So if you want to stay in touch with me, 
then please go to my website at intuitivetransformations.net and sign up for the newsletter. And just know I'm not going to share my email list with others. And I promise you, I won't harass you. As a matter of fact, I'm really lazy when it comes to sending out newsletters. So you won't get a ton of newsletters from me. Although there may be um, a few extra ones in the coming months. But typically, I only send out one once or twice a month. And if you've enjoyed listening to the show, you know, it would really make my heart sing if you could just drop me an email and let me know how the show has been a benefit to you, because um, I would really love to hear from you personally. My email address is sylvia at intuitivetransformations.net, and sylvia is S-Y-L-V-I-A, not S-I-L-V-I-A. So, um, yeah, shoot me an email, because I would love to hear from you. And for those of you who are listening who have a message within you that you would like to share with the world, if you have a dream of hosting your own radio show, or if you even already have established a show elsewhere and would like to have more exposure, then look no further than Ohm Times Radio. I have to tell you that Christopher and Leonie Buck who own Own Times Media are amazing beings of light and they are brilliant, absolutely brilliant marketing wizards. Their passion for raising consciousness on a global scale will give your brand the exposure you've been craving. I owe these two, Liani and Chris, a huge debt of gratitude for all that they have done for me. And I have a tremendous amount of love for them both. To learn more about how you can become an Ohm Times radio show host, go to ohmtimes.com and at the very top on the left-hand side, click on the radio um, icon there for more information. Now, this show is not just about me saying farewell. I do want to share with you some of what I've learned over the last three and a half years of reading a book almost every week and talking to these amazing authors. But I have one more thing to share first. And I know I already said it, but I have to say it again. I really do love you and I really do appreciate and value you. And I'm grateful for each and every one of you listening to the sound of my voice. And I thank you so much for your loving support and for being an avid listener. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, the title of today's show is What I Know For Sure. In retrospect, I think a more appropriate title for today's show is What I Know For Sure So Far. <laughs> because as knowledge and wisdom continues to increase, you know, what I know today is definitely going to change tomorrow. So just going to share with you something that I hope you will find valuable and um, give you some more insight into, you know, you, yourself, how we function, this human experience, reality, all of that, how we create our own reality. Because I do believe that we do create our own reality. And for some of you who might be listening to this and rolling your eyes because you tried the vision board and it didn't work, 
for you. Set intentions that didn't work. You repeated affirmations until you were blue in the face and you've used visualization techniques and what you wish to manifest didn't quite show up or if it showed up there was didn't show up fully or completely or as joyfully as you would have hoped i hope that uh, you know i understand your frustration because yeah i've been there too and um I've done all of those things and sometimes they worked and sometimes they didn't. And I started to realize it was something more than just uh, setting an intention um, and, and visualizing to really creating your life. So I'm going to share that with you today um, because manifestation requires much more than simply having a vision for your future and setting an intention. So we're going to go into a break. And when we return, I'm going to share what I know about manifestation that I hope will help you manifest and create a life you truly enjoy living. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few minutes. The future of Internet Radio is here. Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. Ascending Hearts is no ordinary dating site, but a spiritual dating site with a purpose, to link you with your soulmate. We engineer the serendipity so you can trust that you will attune with someone that has the same matching vibration as you. Ascending Hearts, the conscious dating site for the spiritually aware. Try Ascending Hearts for free ascendinghearts.com Hello, I'm Sandy Sedgbeer, host of Om Times Magazine's flagship radio show, What is Going On? My passion is sifting through information, research, and innovations from new thought teachers, speakers, and researchers, pushing back the boundaries of what we know about life, energy, metaphysics, and the universe. I love shifting perceptions about who we are, why we're here, and how quickly impossible becomes normal, when we open our minds, expand our awareness, and accept that the only limits that exist are those we place upon ourselves. So if you're the kind of forward-thinking, eager investigator of what lies beyond the current reality that most perceive, why not make a date to come play with me in the field of possibilities at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time every Thursday, and together we can discover what's really going on. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes, I did the same things over and over, until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everyone. This is Sylvia Henderson with the Intuitive Transformations radio show on OMTimes.com. And it's just me, myself, and I today, and I'm sharing with you 
my beloved listeners, on this, my very last show, um, some of the things I've learned over the last three and a half years, in particular, things I've learned around how you really do uh, truly, or how you can truly create a life you enjoy living. So um, manifestation, huh? so that really requires more than simply having a vision for your future and setting an intention. It requires inspired action. And there's a big difference between inspired action and just taking action. Um, because uh, action, um, when it's uh, inspired, then it typically comes um, as an idea, um, a new thought. It's not something that you um, created through your thinking process. It's truly inspired from the divinity within you or your connection with the divine. And it's creative energy. It's never uh, sandwiched in with fear. Uh, as a matter of fact, fear and fearful thoughts actually cut off our ability to receive and to perceive inspired action. And so let's talk about um, the fact that everything is energy and what motivates us to take action. So it's our thoughts that drive our feelings and emotions, and it's our feelings and emotions that dictate the actions that we take, especially when new opportunities begin to present themselves. The, biz, the biggest decision you have to make when new opportunities begin to pop up in your life is, should I move forward or should I stay where I'm at? Usually stepping out of your comfort zone into a new experience equals a tremendous amount of uncertainty. And uncertainty triggers our fear response. Um, and so we're, I'm going to talk a little bit about how that, why that happens and how we can move around that. So just know that new opportunities equal new experiences that you have not yet had, obviously, and that creates discomfort or a little bit of stress because we're not sure what that new opportunity is going to bring in, their in our life and how it's going to affect us, but exploring new opportunities is what creating a life that you love to live is really all about. So I hope that what I have to share with you will give you a better understanding of why you do some of the things that you do. Basically, the way that you think um, is designed to keep you safe and we feel most safe when we already know um, uh, with what we already know to be true for ourselves. So as long as we are dealing with what's familiar in our environment and with the people that we surround ourselves with, then we feel safe. We love the familiar, even if the familiar is painful and uncomfortable. And so we typically live our lives vacillating between desiring more, stepping out to the unknown, and at the same time, longing for everything to just remain exactly the same. So there's this constant state of tug of war between wanting our lives to change and get better and resisting change at the same time. 
we want change, but we don't want change. It's constantly this ebb and flow. And until we get so uncomfortable with what is that, that it's like a bird being pushed out the nest, we have no choice but to change. But how about let's just create some change without having to be forced into it. So the reason we have um, some concern or discomfort around change is because our brains are hardwired to, um, to look at change suspiciously because in primitive times, a change could mean famine or it could mean sickness and it could even mean death. And that's why any change, even positive change like marriage or moving to a brand new home can still feel stressful because all change, um, even change that we initiate by the decisions we make, automatically induces some level of stress because of this hardwired programming within us, which kept allowed us to survive a primitive environment that we lived in when man was first on the planet. So we live most of our life making choices from the point of view of wanting change and not wanting change. And the funny thing is, is that your mind is actually designed to be split in two. Um, this whole thing of wanting change or, and not wanting change is this division, right? And then our physical brain is made up of two halves, which is also an example of division. We have a right hemisphere and we have a left hemisphere and getting the two halves of our brains to work together, our brain to work together harmoniously is very important because when we do, then we're able to make decisions that create change from a very balanced and centered space. And this is why meditation is so beneficial. And I love how this year, many of the authors who I featured on the show have also featured meditation in their books um, because meditation calms the mind. And initially when you jump into it, of course, it's quite uncomfortable because if you're used or accustomed to having uh, looping thoughts or a very active mind, then trying to sit still and follow your breath can be um, challenging. Actually, it can be stressful initially until it's not. So, um, Meditation calms the mind and the right and the left hemisphere of the brain have two different roles and they tend to argue with each other. The right side of the brain is all about feelings, emotions, creativity and inspiration. And the left side of the brain is more rational. It's all about logic and facts and concepts. It's very linear. and. <clears throat> If you find it difficult to make decisions or move forward in your life, it's usually because the right and the left side of your brain is in conflict. This can happen when you see something you want to buy, for example. The right side of your brain wants, um, you know, wants something and uh, your imagination is activated about what it will feel like when you make the purchase and have that thing that you desire. And marketers have understood this for decades, and this is how they get you to make a purchase. They make it an emotional purchase by activating your imagination 
with buzzwords and thoughts that activate feelings and sensations in your body about feeling good about what they are selling uh, to you or would like to sell to you that creates within you this sense of, well, yeah, of course, obviously I, I have to buy this. It's going to make me feel better or be better or look better or whatever that is. So this is why you'll buy the dress or a watch or a pair of shoes. And it is because you believe you will be better or more improved um, uh, is why you end up buying that thing. Now, when you look at the price tag and you notice that that um, it's more than you had planned on spending, spending, that's when the left side of your brain kicks in and gives you all the reasons why you should not make that purchase. And thus begins the big debate within yourself. Within your own inter internal dialogue, you begin this argument of, well, gosh, it'll make me feel better about me. And then that's what the right side of your brain says. And the left side of your brain says, oh, no, but you really don't have the money for this. And you've got other expenses coming your way. And is this really the most logical thing, um, uh, decision for you to make? And so eventually one side will win and it will be the side with the most convincing argument. And when neither side wins, your mind remains divided um, and that makes it nearly impossible for you to come to a decision that feels peaceful within you. And you may just continue to go back and forth for a while, um, either escalating your stress or de-escalating your stress. You'll either talk yourself into why or why not or just um, let it go eventually. So stress is basically an argument within yourself about uh, what's going on in your reality and your experience or what is. And the more stress you experience, the more your ability to think clearly disappears and dissipates. Now, there's another layer to all of this that is also split and divided, and that is that we have a conscious consciousness and a subconscious consciousness. So. Everything is consciousness. Consciousness is just another word for awareness. So um, you have your conscious awareness and your subconscious awareness. So, and you probably know this already um, from listening to my show. So that subconscious awareness are the things that you're aware of that you're not consciously aware that you're aware of. Ah, I know that's a mouthful, but it's very similar to um, the operating system on a computer. So uh, when you're born, um, you're not born entirely a blank slate. You were actually, you're actually a combination of what you inherited from your father and his lineage and your mother and her lineage. So you begin your life with your ancestral DNA on board. And science has proven that we can be predisposed to certain illnesses due to this ancestral DNA, you know, that we inherited either from our mother or our father. Um, but did you know that you can also be predisposed to certain habits and beliefs and mannerisms and even perceptions from your father and your mother through the ancestral DNA? That happens too. So here's the thing, your subconscious mind 
is already preloaded with some ancestral DNA content, whatever that may be. And then it begins to act like a video camera that records all the sights, sounds, smells, tastes, feelings, and emotions indiscriminately that you are aware of from the moment that you acquire awareness, even while you were in your mother's womb. So your subconscious mind has been in record only mode since then. It doesn't discriminate, it takes it all in, 100%, whatever is there. And that information becomes the operating system or the foundation for your life. Now, if you're raised in a home that was full of love and encouragement, acknowledgement of your efforts whenever you tried something, if you felt heard and valued, um, that it was okay for you to be seen having fun and enjoying yourself, um, that uh, you, you're hardwired most likely to experience that also in your future as an adult. And most of your thoughts and your internal conversations are going to be really supportive in an alignment with all of that experience from your childhood. And it's going to probably be easier for you to reach your goals and experience a lot of happiness and joy as a result. However, if you feel that you missed out on any of that um, or felt uh, not necessarily that you even missed out, if, if you felt like there wasn't enough of that, then you can still experience happiness and joy and reach your goals, but maybe not to the fullest potential um, until you Take some time and work on reprogramming your subconscious mind, your operating system. And here's the good news. What you experienced as a child is just programming. It's just like a computer operating system. And just like a computer operating system, it can be replaced and updated. Now, um, if you've experienced a lot of drama or trauma in your life, um, you may find that that uh, you have more work ahead of you, but it's not impossible. There is nothing that cannot be healed. People do it all the time. People change their subconscious programming um, using various different mechanisms and methods. I mean, as you listen to the authors that have been on my show, many of them have backstories where they had a challenging childhood and there were so many great lessons and gifts and benefits that they gained as a result of those experiences that propelled them into being a success as an adult. So what you experienced in your childhood definitely does influence how you perceive your world and how you react in your world, the conversations you have within yourself, the choices you make, your decisions, but all of that can be rewired and reprogrammed just like a computer. And we do that with our conscious choices. That's the other part of our consciousness. That subconscious is the operating system. And then we have our conscious mind, which is a little bit like software being downloaded onto an operating system. And that gives you the ability to create your reality from a higher level perspective. 
Now, you will find that you will meet up resistance. That's all part of life as well. And if you meet resistance, then it's just a matter of how do you break through that? And uh, it's interesting that I'm even bringing this up because it's not what I had in my notes. But just recently, I was exposed to um, a new, an author. Her name is Mel uh, Robbins. And she's written a book called The Five Second Rule. And she even has a, a TEDx talk that has over 14 million views. And at the very end of it, she talks about how she was able to propel herself out of a very dire situation where she was sleeping in, she was drinking every night, and the kids were missing the school bus because she wasn't getting up in the morning. And, and a lot of it had to do that she just was exhausted. It wasn't, uh, you know, that she had a lot of obstacles. Her husband had some challenges with their business. And she was overwhelmed by life um, and who hasn't been overwhelmed by life at some time or another. And what she chose to do, um, well, actually, she was inspired to do something by watching a commercial where she saw a um, rocket ship taking off and she heard the countdown of five, four, three, two, one. And she just said, wow, that's it. That's what I need to do. So she started to move through this resistance, this hesitancy to create change in her life by simply saying out loud to herself or to herself, five, four, three, two, one. And she knew that that was blast off, that she needed to get out of bed. And she implemented that the very next morning. The alarm went off and instead of hitting snooze, she did five, four, three, two, one, and she jumped right out of bed and it changed her life. So as we go into another commercial break, I just want you to take that um, to note and um, I'll be back in just a few minutes with more about how we change. The cutting edge of conscious radio, Ohm Times Radio, IOM FM. Host your show on IOM FM, the radio network of Ohm Times Media one of the more recognized brand names in the conscious community and is backed by the extensive marketing reach of Ohm Times. Hosting a show on IOM FM immediately connects you with our extensive, dedicated community. Hello, I'm Lisa Berry. Join me every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for Light on Living, a chance to see new, hear different, and feel more as I shine the spotlight on all the ways to lighten the load of life's challenges. Light on Living is your link to that new way you're looking for, that new understanding that will enhance your life, and that positive connection that will support your growth. So join me and you'll gain insight and start to see things in a new way that motivates you. Hey, let me ask you something. Would you seat your three-year-old child on a windowsill? Would you seat them beside a lit fireplace or by the deep end of a pool? One last question. Would you seat your child in a car seat that's not correct for them? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Secure their future. Seat them in the correct car seat. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everyone. This is Sylvia Henderson with the Intuitive Transformations radio show on ohmtimes.com and 
I have eight more things I want to share with you and I see that wow the time is just flying by so uh, before we went to the break I was um, sharing with you uh, um, uh, the information I learned from Mel uh, Robbins who has this amazing TEDx talk that she did uh, several years ago and it's got over 14 million views so far. And she's written a book called um, The Five Second Rule. And she developed it simply by watching a commercial, being inspired by a rocket taking off, uh, the countdown of five to one and how she used that as a catalyst for change in her life to allow her to move past her resistance to change or her hesitancy to move forward. And it started with something as simple as instead of hitting the snooze button when the alarm went off in the morning, she said to herself, five, four, three, two, one, and she stood up out of the bed and that changed everything for her because now she's an author and she's one of, uh, gosh, I, she's a, completely booked out a speaker. Um, she she speaks internationally. Her Audible book is the number one selling book on Audible and I can't remember where it is on Amazon. And it was from that simple inspired idea that she created a entire business from a speaking career from that was not there before. It's amazing how those little breadcrumbs from heaven can fall into our laps because we get ideas all the time. But what stops us from executing them is we tend to talk ourselves out of it because of that subconscious programming. So if you're feeling stuck, use that five, four, three, two, one um, exercise as a way to shut the brain down and create action and do it anyway. And some other things I want to share with you. Um, you know, I, I, one of the things that um, plagues just about everyone is a very common belief that there is something wrong with us. And I want you to know and understand that there is nothing wrong with you. You're not broken, you're not defective, and you are definitely not a mistake. And this is really crucial because, as I said, this is like a big thing for just about everyone on the planet. Everyone. You know, it's the number one thing that holds people back in their lives is the belief that there's something wrong with me. And so, therefore, I can't have a great life. So let that go and know, A, you're not the only one. It is probably the core belief that everyone carries that there's either something wrong with them or there's something wrong with their life. And it's the root stress of everything. Ah, so also, it's very important that you believe that your life can change. I don't care how old you are. I don't care what you look like. I don't care how much education you have or don't have. None of that, including your race, your gender, your gender preferences or religious affiliations or preferences determine how much joy, happiness and expansiveness you can receive in your life. It really is about first knowing that change is possible. 
you know, change is the only thing that we can depend on happening in our life. So of course change is possible. We can't avoid it. You know, I shared earlier that life is full of zigs and zags and twists and turns. Those are all changes. And so, yes, you, even you, your life can change no matter what perceived limitations, shortcomings or faults you believe that you have. None of that has the power to hold you back from changing your life for the better. And if you've learned anything from listening to my show, as I've already shared, just listening to the authors share their backstory because I always you know I toward you know lately I've been really asking them you know tell us about how this all began for you you know where did you start because I think it's really important to look at where people started instead of focusing so much on where they are so that you know that it really is relatable to you that if it's possible for them then yes it's also possible for you you are limitless and your possibility and potentiality for future joy and love and happiness in your life is unlimited as well. You are a creator and you're designed to create. And so there's nothing that can hold you back. Once you change that internal dialogue, all those thoughts that are not true about you that you tell yourself about why you can't and to why you can, things will really just, you'll be surprised how life supports you and propels you forward. So one of the things that will help you with that is to start asking different questions. Um, as I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, life is filled with highs and lows. Um, so when you're facing a challenge or a difficult time or circumstance or situation, which is all part of our human reality, avoid asking yourself or the universe or God why it is happening to you as if it is some sort of punishment or penalty. So avoid asking this because when you do here's what your brain is going to do you know that left side that logical side it's going to give you a list of every limitation you think you have to support your right sides feeling that there's something wrong with you <laughs> so do not do that one of the the best things i did was um discontinue the use of the phrase, why is this happening to me? And it's interesting, once you decide to discard that as an, uh, a question, you'll be surprised um, how aware you'll become of how often you try to reach for it when something negative happens in your life. Instead, what I want you to do, if you have to still start off a question with why, ask yourself, why is this happening for me, because that comes from a different energy. That comes from an energy of, you know, the universe is benevolent. It's here to support me. I have guidance. Inspiration comes my way. What is it that about this that is um, for my highest and best good? Um, so why is this happening for me allows you to look at 
maybe the universe is trying to push the baby bird out of the nest and move forward and take a bigger step out of the job you don't love, um, working with the boss you don't like, into maybe starting your own business that you've been dreaming of all along, but telling yourself that you can't because somebody else is already doing it, or some not only that, but somebody else is already doing it and doing it better. That idea that you have to compare yourself with others is very imprisoning and it will hold you back. If you can just let that go and know that whatever you've been given to do as an idea, inspired to do, like five, four, three, two, one of all things, how simple and silly is that, that has launched her into a seven figure business. I have to say just on saying the, you know, coming up with that concept and sharing it with others. Your idea is just as potent and powerful, let me tell you. And it has the potential to get you all that you desire to experience in your life when you execute it and you follow the breadcrumbs instead of resisting it. So if thing, if the heat is being turned up where you are, then that may be an indication that hmm, maybe I'm supposed to step forward. Maybe I'm supposed to launch a radio show on own times and get my message heard by other people, even though I'm not even sure how to start. Because I'm going to tell you something, Sylvia didn't know how to start. I didn't know how to do an interview. I just kept asking, okay, so what am I supposed to do next? And it was shown to me every step of the way. And that can happen for you too. You have the same access to guidance as anyone else does on the planet. You're not denied. And one of my favorite questions too, when I'm hitting something, an obstacle of some kind, is to ask myself, what else is possible? What else is possible? You know, doing this really opens up the realm of unlimited possibilities and potentialities. It allows our awareness to go from tunnel vision to expansive peripheral view. And it allows new opportunities to come our way that maybe we wouldn't have considered before. Also ask for new opportunities. That's really also important. You know, this is an ask and receive universe. You have to ask in order to receive. It's not just gonna be handed to you like mom and dad used to do. If you want to get a raise, you're gonna to have to ask for a raise sometimes. You can sit there and in your cubicle and hope and pray you're going to get a raise, or you can build up the courage to actually ask, what are the steps that I need to take in order to get that raise? You know, if you're looking to build a business or to do something, um, ask what's the best direction for me to take and allow your guidance to lead you there. If you don't ask, you don't receive. And we're really funny about asking for help. You know, some of that I think comes from our upbringing in our society. It's almost like, oh, you have to figure it out yourself. I know I was told that a lot as a child growing up. If I asked for help, you know, that's your homework, you figure it out, you know. If, and um, I, I believe that in some cases, our parents felt that that was going to build confidence within us. But you know, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. There's nothing wrong with asking for support. There's nothing wrong with asking for doors to open before you and for solutions to come your way. There is nothing wrong with asking for guidance. 
So asking what else is possible. And then also asking others for help if you need it. And you'll find that you'll move forward and through any obstacle that comes your way with greater ease. And with each obstacle that you overcome as a result, I want you to know that you're actually encoding then new information in your subconscious mind about what is truly possible for you to do and achieve. Okay, something else that I've already touched on a little bit and that is meditate. Meditate, meditate, meditate. Take some time to quiet your mind. Give your mind a vacation from constantly thinking and trying to figure it out. When you're trying to figure something out, what you're doing is you're regurgitating all the historical information and facts that you already know and bring those to the surface and and seeing if it matches what your current state of affairs are <laughs> and your current challenge. But when you meditate, it softens all of that and it allows you to receive inspiration and information that exceeds anything you've already experienced that will allow you to move into a life you haven't yet experienced. Also, dream big. Even if it scares you, dream big. If you have a big dream, there's something about that that creates small incremental steps and more rapidly. It's like the universe is like, yes, finally, they're in alignment with just who and what they are, the greatness within them. It's time for that to be shining through. But you have to dream big in order to step into that. When you dream small, all you're saying is, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of who and what I am. I'm afraid to be great. I'm afraid I might fail. Don't worry about that. Mistakes happen. They happen to everyone. They'll happen to you. That's all part of the process. There are people that make six figures on a regular basis and they're paid to make mistakes. They're called scientists. It's all an experiment. Allow yourself to look at your life as an experiment and allow yourself to be guided. The more, you know, it's just think of a mistake as a error correction, a redirection. That's all it is. It's just giving you new information. So I already covered ask for opportunities to come, um, come your way. But, you know, just know that the universe is benevolent and ready to give you what you ask for. Nothing is ever imposed upon you or pushed upon you. You know, you don't receive unless you ask. The universe isn't going to force feed you goodness. If you want goodness, ask for it. That's what setting intentions and praying is all about. It's asking the universe, God and divinity, the divinity within you for what you want. If you want it, ask for it. If you're not sure how it's going to happen, you can even say, I don't know how it's going to happen, but please bring this my way. And I desire to receive it with harm to none and with joy and ease and make it fun. <laughs> so also, I want to tell you that forgiveness is everything. Learn to forgive. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for your past mistakes. Forgive your parents for how they didn't do a great job or how they could have done it better. Let all that go. 
drop the judgments about what should or should not have happened in your past. Otherwise, you'll just continue to drag your past into your future. And you don't want to do that. You want to create a new future. Lastly, know that everything is a mirror. Your external reality will reveal to you what's really running in your life as a program. What shows up in your life in your external world is just a reflection of how you feel about yourself on the inside. So just like a mirror in your bathroom reflects your appearance, if you're looking, in yourself, looking at yourself in the mirror and you see a smudge on your nose, do you try to remove it by rubbing where it shows up on the mirror? No, of course not. You touch your nose because that's where the smudge is not in the mirror. So know that you change your reality from the inside out. You have the power, you're equipped, you can do it. I love you all so very much. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for being you. And just go out there and be the best you you can possibly be. I love you. Take care. Stay in touch. Goodbye. And thank you for everything.